Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. What What do you mean, did I douche? Did you just ask me if I douche? Do you think that I would show up to your house right now in this moment and you're about to fuck me and I didn't douche? Oh, you didn't want me to douche. Oh, you didn't want me to douche. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go because I actually did douche and I'm not into the fact that you didn't want me to douche. So take take care of yourself. And I was just fresh off the cusp of coming out of the closet to my entire family and friendship circle. And really, I was just trying so hard to figure out what it meant to be a gay in my late 20s. And I felt so behind. I like didn't know anything. I really wanted to make gay friends, have gay sex, do all the gay things. I just wanted to learn so much. And coincidentally, it just so happens that Grindr just launched in this same year. And shortly after I caught wind of this gay hookup app, it wasn't even 24 hours, you guys, before I got hit up by what I thought was the hottest guy up to this point that I had ever seen. And he just seemed so confident as a gay man. And as we talked back and forth in our messaging thread about hooking up, we were making plans to do that in the evening of the first moments that I started interacting with this individual. And I remember going to work and understanding that once I got off work, I had to go straight home and get ready for this first sexual encounter. And I was so scared. All the butterflies were fluttering around in my stomach. My mind was all over the place. I was making mistakes at work because I was so distracted with the fact that I was about to go in and have gay sex for the first time. And I will never forget that sentence that he said to me. As long as I live in that moment, I was just so confused and perplexed and my mind began to race. And on my lunch break, I began to Google all the things that he instructed me to do before showing up to his place to have sex. He told me that I needed to douche. And at the time, I had no clue what that even meant. I was 
just completely oblivious to all things gay in this moment that I didn't know what he could possibly mean. And so I looked it up and to my complete and total shock, I realized that I had a lot more to do before I showed up to this guy's place. It wasn't as simple as just hopping in the shower. And then he said the words that really just gave me that moment of just not understanding what this whole douching process and gay sex process actually meant in our society. And he told me to not eat very much, only eat vegetables and throw up before I went over to his place. And also make sure that you thoroughly douche. And you guys, if I had like the words to describe how mentally fucked up in the head I was from that simple message on Grinder. I mean, I wish so bad that I could just tell you how I felt in that moment, but I was so confused and I tried my best. And I mean, while the actual first time for me having gay sex with a man with this guy did happen and it was a clean bill of health. I realized that there was so much more that I had to learn in regards to the douching process. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's explore the entire notion of what it means to perfect the art of douching, uh, otherwise known as building that goddamn bottom boat. now listening to my gay expose podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind i'm ronnie washburn a writer lgbtq plus community activist self-proclaimed messy loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is the biggest douche nozzle that you've ever stuck up your ass in the podcast world. My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to douche and to douche in the right way. Because I know that there's so many of you out there that are actually douching wrong. And so I'm here to tell you on this week's expose how to do it right. What methods you can actually use to douche and what methods you can actually use to help with your douching process are revealed this week. And this week on the Your Gay Expose segment, I reached out to a few of 
my friends, as well as all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there and asked the simple question. What piece of advice would you offer about douching based on your own douching experience? And explain. So we'll collect some of those answers this week. And really, the entire premise of this week's expose is to just get to the nitty gritty of the proper way to douche in this gay world. So before we actually realize that we're using way too much water pressure and the douching process is going to take a little bit longer than you expected. And then that top that was hitting you up suddenly realizes that it's taking you far too long. And he goes on to the next bottom. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose. The segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I've said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh, <laughs> fuck God. What the fuck was I even trying to say there? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. All right, you guys, so check it out. I'd like to take this quick moment to dedicate this entire segment to just reminding all of you that it is officially official. Fundraising's now open for AIDS Life Cycle 2024, and I need your help. I'm trying really hard to meet my goal of $3,500 this year. Listen, I didn't make my goal last year. And while I am so grateful for all of you, the listeners who actually donated to my AIDS Life Cycle journey last year, and truth be told, most of my donations last year were from, from podcast listeners, like more than my family and my friends, like it was so incredible to receive those donations from all of you out there. And I am so forever grateful. But this year, I'm on a hell-bent mission to make sure that I reach my goal. And I absolutely fucking need your help. There's so many different ways that you can donate to my AIDS Life Cycle journey. I'll leave a link in this week's show notes. There's a link in every single one of my websites. There's a link on all of my social media bios. If you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. And I just want to point out that on the bossy power bottom wear line, there is one piece, the U equals you. And what this is, it's a shirt that says U equals you. So let's fuck. And the entire premise of the shirt is to just bring awareness to the idea and the notion that undetectable equals untransmittable. So let's fuck. And the whole purpose of the shirt or even the fact that I created it is not only to create awareness, but it's the only piece in my collection where 100% of the proceeds go directly to my AIDS life cycle journey. So when you purchase this shirt, not only if when you wear it, it makes a statement and it brings awareness to this incredible fucking cause that is so near and dear to my heart, but also every single penny 
goes to AIDS Lifecycle. Not one dime will go into my pocket, you guys. That's how dedicated and passionate I am for the AIDS Lifecycle and my AIDS Lifecycle journey for 2024. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Go to any one of my social media uh, link in bios. Go to all of my websites. Go to the show notes this week and in plenty of the past exposés. And again, if you just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. So before we get Ma, gay expose that just so happens to have a dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment preventative measure themed undertone first let's get your gay expose and this week the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there what piece of advice would you offer about douching based on your own douching experience and explain. So let's get some of those responses now. York says, oh, dear Lord, I definitely need help on that. (laughs) Well, listen along to the rest of this week's expose, girl. Michael says, I prefer not to douche. I just risk it. (laughs) Listen, I put this in the exact same category as women who don't shave their legs or armpits. Just saying. Jason says, I often find that if you eat a sensible diet, it's actually easier to get everything out. Porter says, when you douche, and then you have sex, and you still have residue. Don't worry, it happens to everyone. <laughs> that is actually true advice. <laughs> Matthew says, in a. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Matthew's a top. <laughs> Paul says, I've learned that if I lay on the floor on my side and insert the douche nozzle into my rectum, then that usually gets all of it out of my system. Interesting. I've actually never heard this. Does does anyone else do this? Because I uh, have to say, I'm almost always standing when I insert Does anyone want to chime in and let me know if this is actually like a real thing? I have never heard of this before in my entire life. Alex says, eat natural fiber daily and avoid animal products. Ben says, always do it. (laughs) Oh God, Ben's a top, you guys. David says, water pressure, water pressure, water pressure. (laughs) Victor says, I'm not a bottom. (laughs) That's not what I heard, bitch. (laughs) Kyle 
says, don't eat anything but ice. <laughs> Steven says, while you're in the douching process, if you fart and it stinks, that means you've got a little bit more to go. <laughs> you know, some people are actually kind of into that as a fetish. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Michael number two says, if your plan is to be rammed multiple times, I would say have an early dinner as light as possible. Also, have an idea of what you want to eat after because I'm usually super hungry. Abraham says, don't do it last minute because water can be sneaky. <laughs> That's fucking good advice. Kevin says, sometimes I douche regularly, even if I don't know the next time I'm going to have sex, because then that way if some hot guy hits me up on one of the sex apps, I know I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, my God. Spoken like a true slut. <laughs> this is like those bitches that actually go out to the club pre-lubed. Like, I know that this bitch is probably one of those guys. <laughs> Hamish says, don't date them. <laughs> oh, my God. Best answer of the fucking day. <laughs> And as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant cluster fuck of really just all over the place. Listen, we can go all day long talking about diet because I know that's what most of you are talking about. But you can still eat and still douche and it's still not work. Or you could still not eat, still douche and it's still not work. But that's just because you're douching in the wrong way. So that's the whole point of this week's expose. So uh, with that being said, don't forget to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay and you'll get the Your Gay Expose question in the story each and every week where you can answer. And you can also catch that if you miss the story on mygayexposepodcast.com and just click the listen tab and you'll find it lying there each and every week. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, just continue to answer those questions each and every week. And now, let's get my gay expose, and you'll find out my foolproof method, or what I've learned over the course of my gay reign on how to properly douche. All right, you guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click 
to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Listen, if you're gay, I know that you know about douching. Even if you're not a bottom, you are very well versed in what it means to douche because, well, if you're that hot jock top that's trying to get that bottom in your bed, you know that you definitely want them to douche because, let's just face it, nobody wants a dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment. But listen, I'm here to tell you, when I first came out, I, looking back on it now, it's so crazy. I didn't realize exactly how much I didn't know about the entire douching process as a whole. You know, some people think that it's just a matter of sticking a fucking, like, tool or a hose up your ass, letting the water go into your body and emptying everything out. But, oh, oh no, it is so much more. Than that, There are so many different other variables involved, and this is the thing that I wish so bad that tops would understand about what it means to be a bottom. It's like I've always said on this show so many times, it's like building a goddamn bottom boat. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. We don't just pop up out of bed and just hop in the shower and show up and get fucked. It's so much more than that. It's a way of life. It's a way of living. We have to watch our diet. We have to make sure that we get enough fiber because truthfully, the human body doesn't get near as much fiber as it should in regular dietary, you know, food choices alone. You actually have to take added fiber supplements just to make sure and ensure that everything gets pushed out of your body like it's supposed to. Now, I will say this. There are like a lot of supplements out there, such as Pure for Men. You know, there's a few other brands as well that like the idea and the premise is that these pills go into your body. They grab everything in your stomach and your intestines and push everything out, giving you that moment where you're confident and you just know that you're not going to have that dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment because you're taking this overly priced, expensive ass monthly supplement that you have to buy on a regular basis. But the truth of the matter is, is if you're not eating right, that pure for men is literally going down the toilet. No pun intended. It's just, it's a waste. It doesn't work. I've had multiple friends come to me telling me that they've used pure for men and had dirty butt sex, oopsie daisy moments. So keep that in mind. There's a lot of other things that you have to do to ensure that you're going to have a clean bill of health when you sit on that hot jock top dick. And listen, here's the thing. It all starts with diet. You can't really eat things, especially when you get older and you creep into like what I sort of like to call that 40-year mark in life. And, you know, your body's not exactly working with you like you really need it too. You actually have to watch your diet a little bit more. You have to actually cut out 
the fake sugars and the dairies and the curries and all the things that like just contribute to that dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment. You basically have to eat like fucking chicken breast and vegetables and like nothing else if you really want to be confident when you go in to bottom for that hot jock top. But, you know, listen, douching is a foolproof way to ensure that if you did have, you know, that night out where you had a messy night of drinking out of the gay bars with Koi, and you probably went to that local taqueria after the fact because you were so wasted and all you wanted was that super burrito with extra cheese, extra sour cream, and extra guacamole just to eat and just consume and make love to basically because you're so fucking wasted. And then suddenly the next afternoon, you get hit up by that hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks. And suddenly you find yourself in a situation that if, makes you realize that if you don't douche, you're fucked. Like it's definitely gonna be a dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment outcome. Listen, you guys, I can't tell you the amount of times hot guys have hit me up on Grinder, and I've said no. I can't. I don't have time and made up so many excuses because I just don't know what's going to happen. And I can't bank on the fact that like all the things that I've done days leading in are going to ensure that I've, you know, I'm going to be clean, that everything's going to be good. But, you know, there's a few things that you can do. I would recommend taking a fiber supplement. I personally, I used to do Metamucil where it was like the powder form, but that got just a little too like hard to like make sure that I did every day. And it is a little pricey, but I did gravitate towards like fiber gummy supplements, which is so much easier because you just pop them and everything seems to be working exactly the same way as Metamucils. They're the Metamucil brand. I recommend them for all of you bossy power bottoms out there to ensure that you just pop off that hot jock top dick with a clean bill of health. Now, listen, here's the thing. I know that we've talked about Imodium on this show several times in regards to bottoming. And so for those of you out there who aren't in the know, Imodium is a, like, oh, you go buy it at a grocery store, a drugstore, whatever. Basically, it it's an anti-diarrheal and it's meant to you know, make your liquid stool turn a little bit more firm. So what this does, if you don't have diarrhea, is it actually prohibits you from pooping altogether, therein giving you that added chance that maybe, just maybe, that when you pop off that hot jock top dick, it will likely be a clean bill of health, or at least the odds are a lot more higher in your favor. But the other you know, aside from fiber, aside from a good diet, aside from the emodium, the number one thing that all of you need to do to prepare properly is to just douche. Even if you don't think that you need to douche and you think that you're regular and you think you can predict your bowels and you just think you know, I'm here to tell you with every day that you age, your body gets more and more unpredictable as time moves on. And so it's just a smart decision to douche before you go have sex every time, especially if you're going to fuck some guy who has a big dick. Because I'm here to tell you, based on my vast experience, the bigger the dick, the more likely you will have that dirty butt sex oopsie daisy moment. Now, here's the thing. There are several different ways to douche. 
several different options. We've got the fleet disposable little like bottle things that you can buy at like any drugstore or grocery store. We've got the actual like the big frumpy bag things that are all floppy and weird. I actually have a friend who insists that this is the best method of douching. You know, those big, awkward, like giant bags that like kind of are like an accordion and really awkward looking. Yeah, he does one of those. And I I just, and it's just, it doesn't even appeal to me. The look of it just seems scary and awkward. And I, I did try it once and yeah, not for me. No, thank you. Then there's the bulb douches, the plastic bulb douches that you can probably buy at any of your local sex stores. You can wash them. Most of the time you can throw them in the dishwasher. I know that sounds disgusting, but trust me, they get clean. (laughs) And then we have the shower hose connection that you put in your shower. It's a long like chrome hose that has a little nozzle that you basically stick up your ass and you turn the shower on and then you like flip the little nozzle and You basically like put the water up your ass and then you get out of the shower and you sit on the toilet and let everything out. It's that actually to me is like the most convenient way to douche. And truth be told, back when I first discovered the art of douching, I made a drunk purchase one day after being out with friends in Sacramento at a bar and I was pretty tossed. And, you know, I just decided that I was tired of like going to the grocery store and like heading towards the aisle that had the fleet douches and then going down that aisle and seeing like four like soccer moms with all of their kids and realizing that you had to wait around and pretend like you were looking at something else to just wait for that like slight moment where you walk in and grab that douche, hoping to God that nobody saw you grab that douche. And then you go to the line in the grocery store and realize that it's like one of those grocery stores that has like 10 cash registers. And then there's only one clerk And then there's like 15 people in line already. And you don't want to stand there holding nothing but a fleet. So you go grab like a People magazine and a piece of beef jerky and like a soda and like like a a bag of fiddle fat. Like anything to distract from the idea that that fleet is in your hand and that's the only thing you have. Like you literally grab everything and you're total ends up being like $68 and all you intended on buying when you walked into that grocery store was just the fleet. And you did all of that just so you didn't have anybody looking at you and you didn't feel embarrassed and you feel like people were looking at you judging you and you, you know, just that whole mess. So one day I just got so sick of that whole process and I decided to buy the fucking like shower chain douche thing. And what I quickly realized that is I was still way young minded. In other words, I was a baby gay back then. Didn't really know how to douche properly. And I would just stick that nozzle up my ass and I would basically like turn it on full blast. And I would blast all that water up into my abdomen basically. And then I would get out of the shower and I would sit on the toilet and I would release. And after I felt like the water was clear, I felt that I was good to go. But if you've listened to past exposés, like the Dirty Butt Sex expose specifically, the one that I think it was called The Bootyful Truth about Dirty Butt Sex, 
in the opening dialogue of that specific episode, I talked about the very first time I douched and I went to that guy's house and he fucked me so aggressively and he had a huge dick and everything was going so well. It was everything I wanted more. And then suddenly he stopped, went down to my ear and said, hey, I I think we need to get into the shower because you're a little dirty. But he was being generous because when I turned around and to my complete and total horror, it was like this gigantic stream of brown water that was completely covering most of his beautiful and freshly pressed crisp white duvet cover. And I was absolutely fucking beyond mortified. And in that moment, I knew that whatever I was doing in regards to douching, it wasn't right. Well, what I didn't know was that I was, the water pressure was too high. So that is fucking key, you guys, water pressure. So if you're going to use the shower hose douche, make sure that you don't put it on full blast. When you click the little tab, make sure that you just can do it ever so slightly. And once you feel like the water completely fills up your abdomen, you can let it out and release. It's as simple as that, but you're supposed to Use warm water only. This is key, you guys, warm water only. If the water's too hot, it will burn your insides. And that could potentially be a situation where you find yourself at the ER. (laughs) And also, you have to hold it for like 10 seconds before you release. And that is just something that I think a lot of people miss is if you don't hold it for 10 seconds, it doesn't get the opportunity to grab every single particle that's like floating around in your abdomen. And so just remember 10 seconds before you release. But regardless of whether you use a fleet or a bulb or the shower hose, if you ever find yourself in that moment where you're, let's just say, out of town on a business trip and you just happen to open up your grinder in the hotel you're staying at and the hottest guy just so happens to be in your hotel room and you suddenly realize that you don't have the means to douche. You didn't bring a douche. You didn't have a douche. You knew this guy wanted to fuck you and he needed to do it now. You didn't have time to walk down to the store and get a fleet. You just know that time is of the essence and you have to somehow clean yourself out. Well, go to the vending machine Get a bottle of water, empty out all that cold water. And that's right, kids. Fill it up with lukewarm water. Stick that water bottle like lid. Spout up your ass and squeeze that bottle to your heart's content and let all of that water enter in your ass. And you might be asking yourself, but that's such a big nozzle. How am I supposed to stick up that big of a nozzle at my ass. How, how do I do that? I, like, that's too much. I, I, I can't possibly. And my answer to that is, bitch, please, if you're a bottom, you've had bigger things up your ass. So I'm pretty sure you can handle the nozzle to a water bottle. <laughs> but that being said, like, literally, like, less is more. That's what I've learned over the years is less is more. When you think that you have to put so much water up there to get everything out, That's actually not the case. Less is more. And another on that note too, if I've been in situations where you're actually, you know, in the moment where let's just say you're using the hose douche 
and it goes up your ass and you're on the toilet and you always check the bowl. And if it's not clear, you just keep going until it's clear, right? But then sometimes it seems to be clear and in your mind you think, okay, well, I'm just going to go in for one more bout just in case. And then when you sit on the toilet, suddenly it's not clear. Listen, the older you get, the more often this shit, no pun intended, happens. And so you just have to feel out your body. Learn what your body is telling you. I often know, based on how I feel in my abdomen, when I'm completely emptied out. But it's something that you can't just, like, know. It's something that you have to learn over time. So my advice to you is just to make sure that you get everything out until the water runs clear. And if you fart for one moment, that means that you're not done. Fun fact. (laughs) That means there's more in there. There was just a little separation with air. And maybe you, depending on your method of choice, you probably put some air up there. And there's probably another little tidbit that you need to get out as well. But that being said, I remember that moment where I fucked that guy and I fucked up his crisp white duvet cover. And it was the first time that I had douched and I thought I was doing the right thing. And I was just so confused. And I drove all the way to like a 30 minute drive within the city of Sacramento because I knew that my gay mentor at the time, the guy that was like holding my hand in life and showing me what it truly meant to be a gay in that time frame. I knew he could tell me why I just like destroyed this guy's beautiful crisp white duvet cover. And what did I do wrong? I like, I thought I had it all figured out. I looked it up online. I bought the douche product. I used it the way that I thought I was supposed to. So what the fuck happened? Well, it turns out he just looked at me, smiled from ear to ear and said, oh, honey, you just douched in the wrong way. And basically what I learned was that I pretty much used too much water pressure. So the water was going way up into my intestines and pushing stuff out that shouldn't have even been pushed out in the first place. And I didn't empty all the water in my abdomen. So when his huge dick penetrated my ass, it like opened up my hole. And that poopy water that was hanging out in my abdomen that I didn't flush out, It flushed out all over his crisp white duvet cover to my complete and total horror. And so that being said, don't be that person who shows up to that hot jock tops place and allows that stream of brown water just completely obliterate a beautiful crisp white duvet cover because you were getting banged out too hard from that hot jock top and you didn't douche properly. So That being said, I mean, you got to put all the the pieces of the puzzle together about what it means to be a bossy power bottom. You have to douche. You have to eat right. You have to get enough fiber in your diet, whether that be supplemental or you just focus on the food groups, etc. Whatever that is, just do it. Pop that emodium like it's candy and just make sure that when you douche, you douche in the right water pressure, the right water temperature, and that you basically do less because after all, less is more. And I really just want to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What is your go-to 
method of douching? Do you have any tips or tricks about what it is in your life to douche? Something that maybe you figured out that you think others don't know about? I feel like this is the perfect platform to just share this plethora of knowledge about douching because it's just that one topic that nobody really wants to talk about. And we're not like going out to a bar to grab a beer with a friend and just talking about our best douching practices. I mean, that might be something that I do with my friends, but I know it's probably not something that's commonly done. So that being said, by all means, My Gay Expose podcast has a hotline and it's 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and let us all know what you do with your douching practice in your life. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights? Hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms. Gender fluid and non-binary. Bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning. Well, I'd like to think we learn a whole hell of a lot. Or, listen, at any rate, hopefully, if you don't already know how to properly douche, my hope is that you learned maybe something that you have been doing wrong this entire time. And maybe now you can correct your process or your method, whatever, the style of douche that you use. Maybe just explore other options of douching because some methods work on certain bodies better than they do others and vice versa. And listen, it took me so long to finally find a place where I was fully confident and comfortable with the douching process and full on knew that I was doing it in the right way. But it, I mean, there were very many moments that I thought that I was fine and I definitely was not fine. So don't be like presumptuous and just assume that just because you douche that you're going to be 100% clean because that isn't always the case. But I really just want to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What the fuck do you think? What is your preferred method of douching? And is there something that you feel that needs to be addressed that maybe didn't get addressed in this week's expose? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what you think. <laughs> oh, God. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. Follow on Spotify. Don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, MyGayExposePodcast.com. And there you'll find any information you need to know about the show, including the official show question for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear, at RonnieWashburn.com. 
That's R-A-O-N-I, washburn.com, and pick your next piece for your gay and or upcoming pride-related festival, event, or just shit that you want to rock at the gym to ensure that you'll get fucked in the showers. <laughs> and don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will sit on that toilet until the water runs clear with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions. <laughs>